like settle down season. Whoa, settle down season. Mm-hmm. It's not time to be what Joe Shire said. <laughs> but it's an easy year's well, He said, don't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we got big news on this side, and I'm talking about big news. For the first time, and I mean the first time ever in the history of recording this podcast, the rogues are all in the same room. Live from my apartment right now, we got B-Rob in the bank, Josiah of the Browns, and King Duke Sanity back at it again for episode 8 of season 2. If you don't know... We kind of everywhere now. Big news coming again. We are now on Google Play. The boys are moving on up in the charts, if I say so myself. Mm-hmm. But blessings on blessings, moving on. We got a nice show coming for you today. So we might as well get it all, get the topics on going. Let's go ahead, get into it. Brandon, I know you got something you want to talk about with this music. Y'all know how I feel about the war shows, bro. The AMAs happen. I know we talked about the Grammys last week, so we just let's just hope that's a better turnout than what the AMAs did, bro. So let's start with Artist of the Year. My biggest gripe was with uh, three three categories: Artist of the Year, right? Mm-hmm. The nominations are Taylor Swift, Drake, Ariana Grande, Halsey, and Post Malone. So just who would y'all who would y'all pick so far from the whole year entirely out of that group to be Artist of the Year? Halsey, Halsey. I was gonna say either Halsey or Drake. Okay. Yeah, why, why would y'all pick Halsey? I was kind of BSing, but... Oh, I was going to say, I was gonna say she, dropped, she dropped without me, which was hard, but it's why Halsey? <laughs> no, nah, I'll go with Drake, though. Okay, Drake. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Drake, you said Yeah, Drake. yeah, I'm with Drake. Okay. Taylor Swift ended up winning this category, y'all. Now, her album did come out, and I guess, of course, everything that she drops is critically acclaimed. But after it came out, I didn't hear nothing about it. But Ariana Grande, I've been hearing her music the whole year. Like I said last week, her project is probably the best, one of the best projects I've heard. But definitely top three. Post Malone, fan favorite. Everybody love Post Malone. Right, right. But Taylor Swift, don't get me wrong. Her single and the, and a few songs on her album was fire. But Artist of the Year, I have barely like she has not been present like that for her to get that award, bro. So I would have definitely probably gave it to Ariana Grande. Or Post Malone, probably. Um, another category that kind of gave me a little gripes was the best R&B and soul, bro. Okay, so Bruno Mars won this category against Chris Brown and Khalid. What the hell has Bruno Mars put out this year? Hasn't he still That's been like riding the 24 uh, characters? Yeah, yeah exactly. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> you like, really can't. He he hasn't really he I think he put out a song a rock song this year, but he won for soul and R and B against Chris Brown who dropped a seventy two song album and Khalid hurt. who he's still running off his prime. Fact. So yeah, I, I don't can't think believe that one. Like I love Bruno, but that wasn't for him. <laughs> that was not for him. But Khalid did one uh, win favorite soul R and R soul R and B album for Free Spirit. 
and of course LMA and Chris Brown. Like they they only picked three people for that category, so they definitely need to like span that out. Listen, that's a small How percentage. Do they pick pick some of these nominees that just they live off projects that are so old, or they still yeah. be getting projects from like two years. That's ago. That's the thing. I think some of these shows are just trapped in time instead of the the year that it's supposed to be covered for. Facts. Like the obviously the Grammys go year by year, but right. these. Look like it's it's endless. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's or it's more so focused on a body of work mm-hmm. or what they've done, like philanthropy almost. Like, yeah. why are you looking at this person's whole career? Right, this award show is right every now. year, yeah. right, right. And for Taylor Swift, I understand she makes she does have great music she and great she does music. have a huge fan base. But I kind of feel like she would still be getting pity awards for the whole kind of Kanye uh, scandal. I, I wouldn't probably put it past you. Like, I feel like everyone still feels sorry from that yeah. accident. So she her name automatically gets thrown in in yeah. certain categories where they clearly don't belong. And she still wins them just because her fan base yeah, is so and I don't, I don't really know. Because you know with some artists, you hear about what else they do in the community or, you know, stuff outside of music. Yeah. But I don't really... For her to get this based off, I mean, of course, based off her album, but it's obviously a presence thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's obviously a thing that, you know, a social media thing, but she don't really be out here like that. She don't. That's true. It, yeah. She weird. I like, compared to the, the names I said, Ariana Grande, Post Malone, Drake, you see their faces at least once a month. They always doing mm-hmm. something. Once a month doing something. Taylor Swift, you never see her. Never. She's going to show up for that award. But, and, <laughs> and, that, and that concert. She's she going to show up. And, and sell, it's going to sell out, too. Facts, facts, facts. And then lastly, as far as the AMAs and they trash selections, they did the rap album of the year, right? Here Three selections go. again. We got Post Malone, Hollywood is Bleeding. Post Malone previously said, I am not a hip-hop or rap artist. Okay, consideration. Meek Mill Championships and my boy Travis Scott Astroworld. And guess what won? Post Malone. There you go. Well, we, there you go. That it shows is, you my It's called what? The American Music Awards? Yeah. Let's leave it at that. But hey. <laughs> West Side of America. <laughs> Old Town won. Uh, Old Town Road won uh, favorite rap song. So that's that, no here, no there. That's about to still get. Yeah. That's about to get awards for the next three years. Yeah, awards so like this. <laughs> it's never going to stop. And, uh, you know. And they said, uh, I know um, Lil Nas X announced that his album is coming. Because, you know, he dropped his EP. Yeah, yeah. Now his album is on the way. So I feel like that's going to have every single Old Town Road. <laughs> including a few <laughs> more remixes G-Mix. of Panini. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hey man, but in other news, y'all seen that uh, Instagram post of Sierra and Megan Thee Stallion? Cancel show. <laughs> when I tell you, y'all already know. Okay, y'all already know Jada Pinkett Smith is the love of my life. But if I was to have another number two, Sierra is. I'm sorry, Russell Wilson. That's my quarterback. <laughs> that's my teammate. But Sierra is beautiful, and that is my second love of my life. Megan Thee Stallion, she's gorgeous as well. But with that being said, I feel like we're going to have some music on the way with them. So, I, honestly, I feel like Hot Girl Summer was kind of forced with Nikki and Megan. Mm-hmm. But we know how Sierra is as a person. She, her, her spirit is just genuine. So, I feel like if they make some music, it's going to be dope. Uh, I don't... What's the last Sierra song that dropped? That, uh, five, four, three, two, one, eight. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how it went. <laughs> five. What is this? Four, three, two, one. How does that go? I don't really know like Sierra vibe anymore. But it could work out. It could be a good song. I feel like it could. I feel like it's gonna go along the same lines as Hot Girl. That no, level, girl level song, up. Song. That level up song. Uh-huh. That five, four, three, two, one. Hey, level up. 
Level up. Nah. Level up. I, I, I ain't feeling it. <laughs> but no, I just feel like it's going to go. I feel like her songs, especially ones with kind of like Sierra and Nicki Minaj, kind of just go are going to go along the same line mm-hmm. in, in terms of like uh, content or whatever they say in the songs. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it could definitely still be a bop, though. I'm not taking nothing from that. But I just feel like it's still going to be along the same lyrics and pretty much just anthem as like the hot girl summer song. Yeah, we might that. get some like throwbacks here with some one two step vibes or whatever Ooh. through there with some Megan the Stallion flows. Hey, they ain't messed year dancing this stuff. I'll be all for it. Hey, hey they was twerking that video. But anyway, <laughs> that, that was nowhere here nor there. But I don't know if y'all heard that new party next door. No sir. That, it is midi. No. What? <laughs> it is midi pie, bro. It is mid, bro. He dropped a song with Drake called Loyal. And I fell asleep halfway through, and the song was like two minutes long. What the? <laughs> it is just not that great. It's not good. Did and you not have one good hit on there? Bro, it was a two-pack. Okay. None of it. Mm. It's midi pie. Midi pie. Everything that he, everything about the song, the concept, the music, the beat, mid. He's, he's still trying to ride the dance. Drake and him are still trying to ride the dance hall wave. And at this point, it's kind of like dead. Because One Dance came out, what, two years ago? No, 2016? Bro, Drake been trying to do this dance hall track for years. He pulled it off a couple times. He had a couple shots, wetty like he's Sheik. But after that, <laughs> it's been clipped. If at first you don't succeed, try, 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 try. But he's, he succeeded already. Uh, one Dance, amazing. Controller, amazing. Uh, Signs was good. He had a couple dance hall tracks on More Life that was pretty good. Yeah. He don't gotta do it no more. He proved himself because he did that "Won't Be Late" song with the uh, Sway Lee, and it's okay, but it's still dance hall. Yes, for one more, bro. Just one more. No, look, man, you milk it till it's dry. <laughs> you milk it till it's gone. If you still making money off of it, you still do it. Lastly, bro, for our shot clock segment, I believe that everybody just need to wake up because the weekend drops some music. Everybody. I wish we had a gunshot. <laughs> Add that if you can. <laughs> but the weekend dropped a song with my favorite producer, Metro Woman. And like it's corny because the, the, the opening line is very, 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 very corny. But it's the weekend of Metro Woman. We haven't heard this since Low Life for Future. Mm-hmm. This is a moment and and I just think the weekend is about to warm up warm up the fall. That sounds so backwards. Mm-hmm. Cool down the fall, something like that. The weekend for drop a new album, bro. The weekend for drop a new album, bro. It's gonna be fire, and you know what I'm saying that's the music. No, I mean, I've been seeing you on Twitter quoting Metro Boomin all day with these Vader gifts, bro. That's Vader for he got a Vader chain, bro. That Metro Boomin is the Darth Vader of hip hop. I say we all. I'm the Vader here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's only room. Now you know. There's only room for one sitting this world. Now you know. <laughs> but anyway, you said that was the rest of your yeah, music segment. All right then. Well, I'll pick it back up. So you know, we got the sports NBA. We looking kind of light this week. Only thing we really got to talk about here is uh, if you haven't been, you know, watching ESPN or anything, the NBA has kind of teased an idea of going to like a tournament style like theme for their uh, league. In the next coming years. So basically like AAU tournaments and everything. And some of these players ain't really feeling that. I know James Harden has spoken out about how he hasn't he's not feeling that idea. He's pretty much against the in up uh, almost say NFL. NBA going to a AAU style of play. Mm. I think it's pretty whack. We're grown men. The NBA's been around for so long. Don't fix what's not broken. We're already I don't even know how many years we are in, but we already have our playoff format. I feel like the playoff format shouldn't be changed. The amount of games 
Mm, you could give or take here or there just because, you know, you got players doing load management, Kawhi, and everything. <laughs> but I understand it. I'm not going to complain about it. But more of the story, the league as a whole is fine. Adam Silver doesn't need to change anything. And that's that on that. Mm-hmm. Now, in the NFL, we got a couple things to talk about. First off, we got to talk about these Cowboys who, if no one was watching, took an L to my Patriots over the past week. Unexpected. <clears throat> You said mm-hmm. unexpected? I said as expected. Oh, I thought you said unexpected. I'm about to say, what? Go on, yeah. We don't doubt that. Yeah. But anywho, Jason Garrett is starting to get on the hot seat as I feel like he should have been about mm, four years ago. <laughs> so the rumors are that he could possibly, you know, lose his job if the Cowboys fail another season. And some, some rumors have been pinging Jason Garrett going to the Giants. They got Daniel Jones. You got Sterling Shepard. You got Evan Ingram. You got a young receiver in Darius Slayton. It's it's something there. Maybe if you get the right coach around him. Jason Garrett isn't it, but Ain't that who, the truth. who knows? But I'd like to get some, some other insight on it. What, what y'all feeling like with Jason Garrett and his potential to possibly go to the Giants? Bro, you know what the problem with the Cowboys is? They run their team like a family <coughs> instead of the, a business. Now, the perfect team to run like a business is obviously the Patriots. Yeah, They run their team like a business. We're family. No. <laughs> Y'all are a business, my guy. And is it Jason Garrett, like, married to somebody in Jerry Jones' family or something like yeah. that? Or I something like... his daughter or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, no. So, that's the problem. And I remember when um, Dez Bryant got released and he spilled, you know, spilled all his emotions about um, Jerry Jones and how he treated him like a son. Uh-huh. They just too personal, bro. They be taking stuff too personal and their relationships are too personal as opposed to being a business relationship. Yeah. So, like, with that, I mean, that's beautiful just to make it to the playoffs. But if you want to win championships, bro, you just stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really got a disagreement with you there. Yeah. I think we all kind of on the same page for this one. Jason Garrett, he needs to go. You know, it's a new wave of coaches coming into the league, and I think that's a beautiful thing. It's a fresh thing. It needs to happen because some of these coaches got to go. Jason Garrett is just one of them. He had Romo. Couldn't do nothing with Romo. And the way he's looking for Dak, I'm not going to say Dak is a great quarterback. I will say he's at least average to above average quarterback, and maybe he has the potential to win a ring, maybe. But with Jason Garrett, no. He's never going to win anything with that man. So, simple put, that man got to go. Giants, if you pick him up, I don't know what y'all doing either. That's not helping nobody. Else. Right. With the Cowboy, it's like before, <clears throat> like when I said, I feel like Jason Garrett should have lost his job about four years ago. There's like more coaches out there that you could like see fitting into the Cowboys and doing better than Jason Garrett for them. Yeah. But at the moment right now, like who do, what coaches are out there for the Cowboys at this moment? I mean, I'm uh, still all for Jason Garrett. Like Mike McCarthy. Or uh, Packers coach. What's it, Hugh Jackson? Mike McCarthy had Aaron yeah. Rodgers. <laughs> what you say? He said Hugh Jackson. They need they need some uh, they need some color in their culture, bro. He said Hugh Jackson. They need some maybe color. some college coaches. You know, college coaches always try to break into. Bro, the they need some color in their culture, bro. Hugh Jackson would be the perfect fit for an old and sixteen season. Yes, <laughs> that's not what they're trying to do here. <laughs> but um, some college coaches, yeah, that would definitely be the new wave. I would talk about you know them trying to get on. Like, look, bro, Jim Sean Arbaugh, McVay, bro. Uh, Jim Arbaugh, bro. Do you want to be here? <laughs> Jim Arbaugh, bro. Do you want to be here, bro? We can, we can get you out right now. Bro. You can leave. What's wrong with Jim Arbaugh? We can get you the show without you. <laughs> <laughs> you already did your segment. <laughs> <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> 
But no, I don't know. I feel like the cat. I feel like the Cowboys are too young of a team to kind of play the style of football that they play on the offensive end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they play a real kind of a Patriots style offense. And if you look at the Patriots offense this year, it's real eye formations and run just very few. Yeah, mm-hmm. run the ball down your throat, minimal gains, and then you know take a shot here or there. Mm-hmm. I feel like. With a player like Dak and with someone like Z, you could definitely add a more dynamic feel to that offense. Yeah. So maybe get, I don't know, just a coach who's willing to think outside the box on things. I just think Jason Gary is real traditional. I coach is yeah. It kind of just seems like, you know, when you're playing Matt, mm, Chip Kelly, you, really, <laughs> yeah, you got to go. You really got to go. Like, <laughs> Bruh, at this point, they just need, a, they just need some change. It, it just kind of feels like to me that Jason Gary is always asking Madden. You know, he just goes for the first play that's given to him. Like, he doesn't have any variation. There's nothing that's going to change up. He right. really just... Just goes with his first option. And that's right. it. Come on, bro. I'll be asking, man. Yeah, but sometimes that's the right choice. But he always do it. <laughs> Engage ain't, ain't gonna work every time, guys. I ain't never work. seen a team using Engage in real life. Hey, man. See the <laughs> touchdown. Come on, man. Boy, oh, okay. <laughs> it's one of the two. <laughs> ain't no in betweens. <laughs> but moving on. The hottest team right now in the NFL happens to be the Baltimore Ravens, and rightfully so. You got a young Lamar Jackson after him at QB who in season, what, this is a season two for him? Yes, yeah, one and a half. See, see, take, technically. But season two for Lamar Jackson, and he has been going crazy. If no one is known, this man is pretty much thrown like four touchdowns. MVP like, front runner. Last, last season. Yeah, MVP front runner. Big trust. <laughs> Big trust. <laughs> Man's been playing out his mind. Last three games, he's had over four touchdowns. So, man's been, you know, the topic of conversation lately, even so much so that Madden – has even run him his credit. <sighs> Lamar Jackson will officially be the fastest quarterback in Madden history. Will officially get a 96 speed with this new update that Madden is dropping. This means Lamar Jackson is now faster than 04 Vic. Whew. This could possibly mean Lamar Jackson is the most unstoppable QB in Madden history. Once again, replacing 04 Vic. Uh... I think I'm going to let Josiah handle this one because Josiah's been saying for a while that this man is going to be better than Vic. I'm still not there yet. I'm still on the train that he can be better than Vic, but I'm not going to say he's better than Vic right now. It's It's only season two, but Josiah has been on the, you know, he's been on the train and it looks like he's going in that direction. So Josiah, take it away. You know what, people? Choo-choo. Like Chris was saying, woo, woo. I have been on this train for a Big little bit trust. now. I got your I, I'm going to admit, I wasn't on the Lamar stuff last year. But early on this year, I said, you know what? This man might just be the best black woo, woo. running quarterback we've seen. Woo, better woo. than Cam. Better than Michael Vick. Damn, and yes, Cam. I think he can be better than Michael Vick. Damn, Let me tell you why. Cam. This man can throw, and it's accurate. Vick, I'm sorry, man. You had an arm, but it wasn't always accurate, my guy. This man is on point 99% of the time. Dang, that's a high number. That's <laughs> <laughs> a high number. I'm just saying, man. Lamar has been on it, bro. No, he got the best QBR? Yes, he oh, actually so, has. I think yeah. it's like top three QBR yeah. right now. Shit. Not to mention top he's first five. in rushing among quarterbacks, first in touchdowns among quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, Vic, I, I don't know. I wasn't really around to see you completely play, but I don't think you've ever done this, like, ever. Oh, this, I disrespect Vic. Hey, hey, if Vic want to come on the podcast and say some words, he can. Stop disrespecting Or, or he could have just won a ring. Either one would have shut Stop me up. Stop disrespecting Vic. Or he could have made to a conference championship. But he didn't do that either, did he? Look, man. Lamar, you got it, my guy. You got it. Anybody that got a problem with Michael Vick can come see me. Mark, <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to know St. Louis. I'm about that. 
Big trust. Big trust. <laughs> big trust. You can the find him outside Bank of America. Facts. He's going to be there. Big trust. His eyes was open, bro. I was scared. <laughs> I ain't never it seen him. Did, did you see the one I sent y'all when he walked in on a uh, Judah interview? He's like, hey, trust. <laughs> trust. Trust. <laughs> anyway, on to another team that's not as hot, nowhere near as hot as the Baltimore Ravens right now. The Los Angeles Rams, you know. Team that was in the Super Bowl last year. Eric me. Dickerson, come see me, bro. You supposed to be the Ram Bassett. Your team supposed to be doing amazing right now. What is going on with your team, bro? Mm. Your team trash, bro. Bro, mm. bro. They said that Jared Goff is Blake Bortles with money. Yeah, they ain't lying. <laughs> they ain't lying. <laughs> he the result of what happens when you pay Blake Bortles. Hey. <laughs> Anywho, but before we continue talking about, let, let's let's rewind it back for the Rams. For all the Rams fans, so they can take a trip down memory lane, set up the scene for them. Yeah. It's time last year, you was the best offense in the league. You had Ty Gurley doing Ty Gurley-like things. Cooper Cup was playing out his mind. Brandon Cooks wasn't getting concussions every week. Defense was solid. It looked like a good time to be a person in L.A. Because, you know, L.A. was living high. Had good things going in the basketball. And now, even in the football world, fast forward, the Rams lost the Super Bowl. Couldn't put up a touchdown. Coming to this season, expectations are still high. But uh, as of late, the Rams clearly hasn't performed. But then, oh no, they, they made an executive call to go get Jalen Ramsey. The best cornerback in the league, so says Josiah. <laughs> and ever since then, the Rams have looked worse than they did even before they got Jalen Ramsey. What are the Rams' struggles right now? Do y'all think the Rams can salvage this season and still make a playoff run? Is it over for L.A.? It what's the word? Somebody nah, tell me. They're not making a playoff run because they're not beating. They're not beating the Seahawks, nor they're gonna beat the uh, 49ers. But uh, I don't. I still don't think Todd. I haven't thought that Todd Gurley has been as confident like he was his rookie season at all. He's hurt. I mean, clearly, but then if you hurt, bro, sit down. <laughs> sit down somewhere. They can't play. They can't do nothing when he's hurt. <laughs> they, he is the team. They're at a standstill when right. he's hurt. They should have never got rid of Jared Cook. That's facts. Should never got rid of Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Say it out for the audience, Brandon. They should have never got rid of Case Keenum. Bro, I watched Keenan, Case Keenum. I said Keenum. Shout out to Keenum. Happy birthday. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, 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 no. They should have never let go of Case Keenum. Even as a backup, bro. Bro, I watched Case Keenum beat. Okay, this ain't gonna help my case. I wa- no, I watched Case Keenum beat the Buccaneers and the Seahawks in the same year. Bro, he twenty one savage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris has yeah, put the yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Chris put the say sticker on his forehead, bro. He is he is twenty two savage. Okay, oh, we heard this first. Twenty four savage. So sorry. sorry. Continue sorry. on with your point. Shout out to the Ducey, You know what I'm saying? We support black businesses. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just and and their defense is getting exposed every game they play. Every game they play, clearly as we can see, even with the addition of Jalen Ramsey, he, we saw him yesterday. I know y'all saw him have to get backed up into the locker room. Like I sent y'all that. Yeah, that was pitiful. That was pitiful, bro. So, Marcus Peter trash talk you off the field. That's terrible. Come on, bro. Marcus Peters has been elite this year. But Jalen Ramsey, though, you know. At the beginning of this season, I was having a debate on Twitter about Stephon Gilmore and, and Jalen Ramsey. Him. I don't even like Jalen Ramsey. So y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, 
And this guy, like this one guy, chimed in out of nowhere and said Marcus Peters better better than Jalen Ramsey. And I, you know, I was like Josiah once he hears Jalen Ramsey disrespect. I'm like, get out of here with this! Like, what is this man talking about? But this man, Marcus Peters, went to the Ravens and he done had a pick every week. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Every single week. We all week. know the Ravens secondary is one of the most dangerous secondaries, even before Marks Peter walked in there. But those cornerbacks wasn't getting picks every week. Come on, bro. He just completed the trifecta. They had Jimmy Smith, I mean, Marlon Humphreys. Don't get me wrong. Earl I feel Thomas. like I feel like Mark uh, Marcus Peter is definitely a product of the scheme that he's in. Most definitely. <laughs> he's still nice though. Yeah. Still nice. But just the fact that that man was saying was, was talking about Marcus Peters being be- better than Jalen Ramsey at the beginning of the season, yeah, and now this man just show up on the Ravens and he just balling out. It's like hmm, maybe yeah. in the right hands, this man is the best corner maybe in the right hands or at least top three corners. Because right. I think his problem was on the Rams is like he didn't exactly have that much help, you know, in the secondary type of situation. Mm-hmm. I think Jalen, I'm not Jalen Ramsey. I think Marcus Peters is one of those people that like if you have everybody else doing their job, he can definitely he just can. do his job. Mm-hmm. I was say, he was because what did Marcus Peters start in the Chiefs? Yeah, the Chiefs exactly, and then he was actually good on the Chiefs. Yeah, let's say everybody's doing their job, like he will work. <laughs> but the thing with the Rams, you know, <clears throat> I think they have two options. Just getting back to what you're saying, they either have to make the playoffs and make this money situation work. Or they have to tank and wait till 2023 to get a draft pick and somehow figure out what to do with this uh, money. Nobody. (laughs) But they can like to try. They already traded all their assets into this year, so they don't have a choice. They in a hole for a while. Yeah. They have no money. (laughs) They have no picks. I bet you wish you stayed in St. Louis now, don't you? Anyway, we don't want them anymore. (laughs) Cronky. Goofy. But anyways... Uh, hope the well. Actually, I don't hope the Rams get together. I hope they sit there and you know think about what they did. They deserve a couple years to sit in football purgatory. Oh no! But you know, Dolphins been there. There, boy. Don't get me started on Dolphins. I'm gonna talk about the Dolphins next week. But anyways, <laughs> I'm the boy with the sports. That's it. I think that wraps it up for me. So we got some popular topics on the way. Josiah going ahead, fire them on off. Who starting off, we only have two things we talk about in popular topics, but the first thing that's been going around, been trending a lot, is the turkey versus ham debate, which is actually the better one for Thanksgiving. What's y'all input on this? Both of them. Hmm? <laughs> Both of them. Both? Hey, Both of them, bro. Ham? No bro. Bro, I mean, the ham fire, because okay. it's sweet, you know what I'm saying? If you make that ham right and it's sliding off the bone, you real. But the turkey, bro, if you base that right, it's perfect, especially with the dressing. You know what I'm saying? Taste voice got higher. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're talking about food and I'm hungry, bro. Man, look. Turkey overrated. In the sense of on Thanksgiving dinner, turkey is overrated. First off, if you're not with the right people, turkey be dry. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> turkey be dry. And I, I hate my meat dry. But you never going to catch me slipping with the wrong people. That's not how I move. <laughs> That's not how I move. <laughs> but ham? Right. Anybody can make some good ham. So... <laughs> I don't know, but have you met someone that messed us real? Bro, some honey glazed ham? Bro, that, they forget the honey. <laughs> what? Honey glazed? Bro, just be glazed. He's like, where is coming from? Don't worry about it. That's your syrup. Don't worry about it. But oh even without God. the honey glaze on it, you still going to eat it because it's ham. I guess. Turkey, if it's messed up, you're not going to mess with it because like, you got you to gotta have the right person making the turkey ham. Universal, bro. Universal. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we always talking about people seasoning their food wrong, bro. But it, it's more than a season. You gotta just add <coughs> the right ingredients, period, bro. Yeah. The season is just gonna make you get high blood pressure. I don't know, bro. <laughs> 
That itis, bro. You gotta be blessed by the ancestors to be whooping in the kitchen. Facts. You gotta have that grandma heart if Turkey you wanna be gone. a successful person in the kitchen. Facts. Hey, okay. well, I heard it first from right here. Turkey versus ham debate, over. Ham! Both of them. I didn't know how it's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might get back to that because it's actually a question somebody asked, but we can get to that a little bit later. The next thing that's trending is the baby Yoda that's on the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. It's been a lot going on with him. So much so that Disney actually wanted to sell some, you know, products and toys about him. But Smart. They couldn't get it out yet. Oh. Exactly. But yeah, he's definitely been trending. So if y'all haven't been on that show yet, you should get on it and find out exactly why he has been trending. Y'all think he actually Yoda kid? Or it. Look, man, I actually saw some good I arguments. I feel like it's like a relative of Yoda. There was actually like a producer that was saying that like he definitely thinks that Yoda and somebody else on the council, Yoda Lay, that's the other person that looks like Yoda, mm-hmm. they actually did some stuff intertwining with the Force. And yeah, that's their kid. The Yoda, the Yoda Force uh, ghost got to get these hands, bro, because he a liar, a deceiver, and a hypocrite. Cause... I've been telling people Yoda been the problem. Yoda and Obi-Wan the top two problems in the whole Star Wars universe. That's actually pretty factual. Mm-hmm. I would say Yoda's probably number one. Yeah, his force it, it's definitely catch, factual. Catch spade. But yeah, that's it for the popular topics. But before I slide this to the TV and film stuff, let me start off with this. Oh, oh, yeah. We have a life question. Oh yeah, let me let me let me bring this to the table, bro. I got this because I I thought about it when I was at work, bro. Okay. <laughs> me and my homeboy, shout out. I remember Chris like in the first episode. Shout out one of his work people. I'm gonna shout out mine. Shout out Darius Party Next Dars. This man's hilarious, bro. He asked me a question about Twitter, bro, and therefore I, I thought about Twitter DMs, and I was like, man, I've, I've had my fair share of DM slides, but how hard have y'all ever slid the DMs, and, and was it worth it? Uh, and it don't even have to be on a relationship. I'm trying to talk to you, bully. It could just yeah. be like, I'm trying to be your friend. What's up? Even though that can go always, that can always go left as well. Yeah. So I've, I'm, I don't know if y'all want to go first. I started off, yeah, bro. Go, first. go ahead, go ahead. Bro, I, I, I consider my DM sliding very, very, like, drifty. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tokyo Drift. Because, like, you know, my intentions might be kind of, like, skeptical in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? But then I, like, give you, once I get that understanding off, I give you the whole, like, the whole meal. You know what I'm saying? I give you, I give you my full intention. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said... My intentions are pretty casual. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't feel like it's hard, is what I'm saying. Like, it's not a hard, like, I'm taking a risk. I'm yeah. not risking anything to get the biscuit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's mad casual. Mm-hmm. So what? what's the best line you've ever said? Huh. Corny, not corny, whatever it may be. I mean, okay, it's usually my starting, oh, okay, no, that's not even a line. Cause, okay, when you say line, it makes it seem like it's not genuine. Because usually the, li- the lines are genuine. Do you, do you have a phrase or something you right, use? Do you slide into DMs? Like, if, it depends. Like, if I'm just really trying to be their friend, I'm like, I- I'm hella attracted to you, right? Like, I think you're beautiful, but I don't want to take that no way. I'm trying to be your friend. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know what I'm saying? And, I don't know, some people feel like if you if you attracted to somebody, then you can't be friends with them. I don't feel like that way. Like, because I don't even know you as a person yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. yo, yo, how you are as a person... Might not be, you know, up to yeah. par to what I want in, you know, a significant other. But you find as hell. So, you know what I'm saying? I feel that. I don't know. I had my share of corny pickup lines. <clears throat> oh, tell. Do tell. Actually, I, tell. it's only like one instant. But this is a couple years ago. So, but to answer Brandon's original question about how hard I'm signing a DM, I haven't slid in a DM since 2017, maybe. Yeah. Okay. 
It checks out. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. <laughs> maybe. But I was on Twitter, and this chick, she was talking, well, she was tweeting, and she was talking about, you know, the casual stuff, how, be, like, getting a good fit, like, picking the right fish out the sea or whatever. Or, I forgot, they're pretty much saying men are bad and everything like that. As always. And then she was saying there's not enough fish in the sea for her and everything. So, you know, your boy saw the tweet. You no, know, I hit that reply button. I was like, you fishing in the wrong lake then. Yeah. And then she was <laughs> oh my God. I was like, you fishing in the wrong lake then. And then she was like, I'm tired of being the uh the fisherman. Sometimes I want to be the catch. And I was like, hmm, all right, hold on, give me about five minutes. I'm about to go get my fishing gear and I'll be right back. Yes, man. <laughs> okay. Slid in the DMs with the gear. <laughs> like I'm back. And it worked. That was my corny pickup line. I mean, but now to this day, fast forward, that's still my homie, though. That's Big Dog L. On week. <laughs> Big Dog L. Wow. <laughs> okay. you, dive, you, you, you double dip and diving in the DMs? No. I, th- I had my fair share of times, you know. I'm still trying to think about mine, because I feel like mine wasn't that clear. Mine was just kind of like a a go-to. Yeah. But most of the time, it's genuine. I want to say most of the time mine is genuine because I rarely slide to anyone's DMs. Like, you really, you really got to catch me mm-hmm. from yeah. sliding your DMs. Like, yeah. I'm not going to just slide. I really got to like you to slide. Exactly. Like, I really have to like you. There has to be something that I'm attracted to. Yeah. I'm but just... there was some times, you know, in college, I might have seen somebody on campus, you know, got their number and stuff. And, like, I was like, this is the perfect chance. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you know, I would go ahead, find their profile, like a couple pictures. They might like something back. I'm like, this is my shot, you know. Especially when they like something back, you know, this yeah. is your only chance. So I remember one time, it was a dumb day of mine, you know. This is before I really knew how Instagram and stuff worked. So I sent her a message and I deleted it. So she was sending something back to me. And so she was like, question mark, question mark. I was like, oh, so what's up? What you want? She said, you messaged me. I was like, no, nah, I didn't. She I'll said, you deleted your message. Look I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never roll out so quickly. <laughs> blocked her everything. All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm caught. I, I already missed my chance, bro. But yeah, that's probably the hardest I ever slid in. That was like an eight. I learned from my mistakes at that point. So I, I really had to perfect the messaging at that point. So yeah, you didn't think she'll get the notification that you deleted it, bro? I didn't think it was gonna work like that, bro. I felt like I can get in and get out, bro. I ain't really, I ain't really slid a DM that hard, bro. If anything, if if I really, if that's on the line, I might as well just pull up. Yeah. DMs are a dangerous place. It I'm really is. Well Screenshots. Place. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just pull up. You can't hide in a DM unless you come in 100% correct. Facts. Because if you you come in on something goofy, you might end up on the timeline, bro. Right. And like the only time I'm finna hit somebody DMs mad hard is if I'm being truthful and mm-hmm. I'm being honest about stuff. Facts. So that means like, okay, every all this information that I tell you is how I feel. Now you can take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? If you cut me off after this, teach his own. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you fall in love with me after this, teach his own. If you feel mad regular about it like I do, teach his own. Yep. So that's that's. That's my way of DM sliding. It's just being hitting the honest bracket. But I'm not finna introduce myself or introduce my feelings towards you with a DM slide. That's that's corny. I'm sorry. For me. No, I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. But for the record, I'm not signing DMs currently. Yeah, that ain't that cheap. I'm not either. I'm so chilling. That's that's that time is out, bro. Business is kind of closed right now. <laughs> <laughs> not booming, I see. Well, Chris, do you have your statement issue this week? Do I have a statement issue this week, Josiah? It's Thanksgiving, man, this week. You know, even today. Yeah, technically. So you know what? I'm not gonna be a negative Nancy. Thank you. So if you wanna state your issue, people, you gonna have to wait till next week for it. I'm coming with some heat next week, but in 
all for the spirit of Thanksgiving. I'm gonna be positive. Hope everyone has a great holiday. Eat a lot of food. Actually, one part of my state my issue: if you don't eat chitlins, I got beef with you flat out. If you don't eat chitlins, if you don't eat chitlins, oh wow, I got beef because they good. Even yeah. though I gotta say something different, you can come see me. <laughs> I'm posted up seven three hundred Normandy Court right outside my. Oh, apartment. you are. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. <laughs> no, no, no. Cancel the show. <laughs> we ain't gonna post it. We gotta redo everything. <laughs> like I said, come see me. I'm about that. But no, nah, that that's about it. Everybody enjoy their Thanksgiving. And see you next week with my state, my issue. Look at Chris with the state your gratitude. I, I like Facts. That. What are you like thankful for? Great. Yeah, if y'all are thankful for anything, you know, you can always shoot us up in the DMs. That's know. not, bro. Who the, <laughs> who the heck? L- let us know what you're thankful for. No. <laughs> what are we, kindergarten? <laughs> Somebody got to do some show and tell over here. You will be on my on, state your know. issue if you DM me. <laughs> <Right. laughs> moving on, you know, we got some TV and film topics to talk about this week. So I'm going to start it off with the Darth Maul TV series officially being uh, in production. It's about to get ready to come out soon. I believe sometime next year. What? Yeah. So like in a couple months, we're going to be getting this. And it, it might be pretty lit. It's coming to Disney+. Plus. And I don't know exactly what we don't know about Darth Maul. I was just about to say that. Yeah, because <laughs> from Clone Wars to Rebels to the movies. But like, this is some extra fight scene they're trying to throw in. Yeah, I really don't know it. what we don't know. I say the the two main things about Darth Maul that would be interesting to see is one his origin, so you'll be able to see him when he was on the like coming up on the planet Dathomir, how yeah. the Empire well not Empire the Emperor came and you know took him from his home and everything, trained him up to be a Sith Lord, and also that area between Episodes three and four. I know we see him in Rebels a little bit, yeah. Well, not in between Episodes three and four, kind of in between. Well, during the Clone Wars, because we know he took over Mandalore for a while, yeah. but we never really get into like how his rule went. Yeah, it may get into it more once you know the new episodes of Clone Wars come out. But as far as like as far as I know, I know he actually like ruled Mandalore for like a little minute and like started like a crime syndicate and everything. It was pretty much kind of like a, a underworld like overlord kind of. Is it yeah. live action or is it like? See that part I do not. We know. Don't know. I assume it might be live action though. I assume. I hope it's live action. Yeah, because they're doing the Obi Wan uh, TV series live yeah. action. Mandalorian's been live action. I don't I mean, see why this wouldn't. Yeah, this is one thing I don't have a grip about. I don't mind. Yeah, but I, I think it'd be pretty good. But that's pretty much it for that one. You know, be expecting that. Get ready. If you have Disney Plus, then yeah, prepare for that. Uh, the next thing is Godzilla versus King Kong. It has officially been moved from May to November. No! But the reason the director said it's been moved is because they want to make the movie even better. Hey, if that's the reason, it better take it longer to make it the best movie possible. Yeah, so, I mean, be. hey, it, it got to be lit. It has to be. That give me more time to go see yeah. Godzilla, though, because I still ain't watched Godzilla. I saw King Kong, but I yeah, didn't see that, Godzilla. That new one, don't, don't see it. The new Godzilla? Yeah. But you like the monster verse, so you kind of got to. I mean, yeah. you might, you might, maybe, <laughs> maybe, you, you, you could find a reason to, but it wasn't that good. Eleven's in that mug. So it, exactly. That's why I watched it. It wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, that's my opinion. Somebody else can go take it over. But, hey, that's maybe your opinion, too. We'll see. Uh, the next thing, Rise of Skywalker, won't be the longest Star Wars movie after all. I mean, really it was sure. only rumored to be the longest Star Wars movie by like two minutes. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, they originally said 15 minutes. But it's actually going to be 15 minutes shorter than most of the other movies. What? Yeah. <laughs> See, now that's so it might be like So it actually might be like the fourth or fifth longest movie in the sequels. Amen. But it's going to be Return of the Jedi Part 2. I don't. 
Definitely. I'm about to say, I'm hearing more and more rumors that Hayden Christensen going to be in this movie. If he, he does, I don't got a problem with yeah. it. I feel like he has it. to be at this we point. There's been too many rumors. I need... My life will not be complete until I see a scene, a legit scene, like take one type scene, not no re-edited version that happened 20 years later, with Mark Hamill and Hayden Christensen. I need to see a dialogue between the two mm-hmm. for my inner Star Wars child to rest in peace. Bro, they gonna give you some CGI. Yeah, they gonna bro, give you the same CGI, you that, CGI. They gave, that they gave Leia and Tarkin. <laughs> Come on now, they've been using that for two. They've been using that for what three movies now. They're gonna keep using it, bro. I will say though, they do know how to use CGI correctly. Yeah. Bro, y'all heard about that movie where they gonna CGI James Dean, and this is gonna be all CGI him, mm-hmm. bro. I don't even know how I feel about that. It's gonna be stupid. It's that's like what, almost like the Prince thing. That that's a different situation. That's yeah. almost exactly like mm-hmm. that. I don't know how I feel about Fact. that. But uh, continuing on, so this is just something that I thought was kind of interesting. Because I wasn't exactly expecting all of these. But we'll, we'll see what you guys think. Mm-hmm. So the top six most talked about shows on Netflix so far mm-hmm. from this year. Um, at number six is Umbrella Academy. Have you guys seen this? Uh, Are you surprised at all? I, I haven't seen it, but no, I'm not Definitely surprised. heard about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've watched of, it. It's, it's actually pretty good. A lot of people watch it. I know it's like heavily produced. Like yeah. produced by. I know, shoot, Mary J. Blige is a producer on that show, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm probably gonna end up watching it because some Netflix shows or ne- Netflix originals I really rock. Yeah, with. this is probably one of the some best originals this year. I would say like, I actually chance. rock with that show. It was pretty good. Um, so well, we're not surprised about that one. Yeah. Number five, Black Mirror, specifically the episode with Miley Cyrus. Definitely not. Uh, kind of the Miley Miley Cyrus episode. That was a really wild episode, but yeah. I'm kind of more surprised that the episode would uh. The uh, Anthony Mackie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony Mackie, the whole video game one because that was very, yeah, wild. very wild and controversial. So, yeah. what do you think? Surprised about this one? Not so much because, along with that, what well, the episode I was just talking about, the Miley Cyrus has been like pretty much yeah. the one right behind her that I've heard about the most. I watched yeah. that one, that was a pretty, like, yeah, that, that was like, bro, that was like Hannah Montana rated, on. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as Black Mirror as a whole, yeah. I think people were sure it was only like three, four episodes. From that season, yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't like as like long as it usually is. So mm-hmm. I kind of had a I kind of had a grapple with that, but the, right. the episode they did, you know, release was dope. The so next one at number four, Thirteen Reasons Why. I missed that wave, and I'm glad I did. Facts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I was ever on the wave, but you know me, I like to get into the popular shows just to mm-hmm. have an opinion on them. Eh, it, it wasn't bad, but I feel like the story's getting overplayed at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit surprised, but not too surprised. At number three, Orange is the New Black. I'm so glad that show finally died off. Finally, bro. I was so sick of that wave. Bro, that's another one, that wave I missed. I never knew what the tone was. Like, people were telling me it was serious. People were telling me it was like a comedy. So, I'm like... I, I never got into it. I just know people were talking about Ruby Rose so much when that show like Bruh. first came out. All the time. Shoot, uh, one of the... One of the uh, Actresses came to my school. One of the tra- uh, the transsexual actresses. I forget which one she is, mm-hmm. but I know like she did a lot of uh, dope stuff. Like for um, she been. I, I need to look up her name, bro. <laughs> I need to look up her name. Well, Brandon looks up her name. Yeah. We'll get right back to that one at number two. Lucifer. Yeah, I'm not surprised about that one. Lucifer is a really hot show, and uh, I think the thing with Lucifer, I got it. There's like it might be part of the Arrowverse, but. They don't want to quite bring it in. 
because it's been rumors that like Lucifer could tie in to uh, the Arrowverse, and it's been like videos on it of how like it could possibly like all connect and everything. But they just won't connect it because I think even for a while when they were setting up crisis and everything, people would ask them with like Lucifer, like the uh, cast of Lucifer going like appear in crisis and stuff like that. That is actually pretty wild because I didn't even know that. <clears throat> oh, Brandon, you said you got her name? Or just the or from Orange and the New Black, yeah. Brian Cox. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have anything else to add on that? Oh uh, no, she was just she was dope. She was just like a dope personality. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah. I probably I probably wouldn't have known because she's like was in Origins of Do Black, but I probably wouldn't have known her if she wasn't. If she wasn't in it all. And at number one, I'm pretty sure there's no surprise here at all. Stranger Things. <laughs> that show is fine. We all can agree. I on mean, um, I'm still debating with myself if season three is better than one or two. I definitely think it's probably better than two. I don't think it's better than one. I'm not sure. It's one like tied with one. one it's tied with one. Okay. Oh, yeah. But also, I just pulled it up. Yeah. Uh, these articles I'm seeing, they're saying that, you know, Tom Ellis is confirmed to be in the uh, crossover for Christ on Infinite Earth. He is? hmm Yeah, I didn't even know that. Okay. This mm-hmm. crossover is getting more interesting by the day. <laughs> yeah. And we got, like, what, two weeks into this? Whew. Mm-hmm. My heart. Well, with that being said, that's the end of the TV and film section. Now we're moving on to topics people want us to cover. First, starting off, most OP movie characters you've ever seen. Superman, bro. Brandon says Superman. Bro, Superman, Man of bro, every movie, Man of Steel, Justice League, the Superman movie before that, bro. Like, okay. I mean, just Superman character as a whole is OP. I mean, obviously he's OP. That's the whole point of his character. But yeah, it's starting to get old, bro. Like seeing that on screen, like there's no, there's no like. With Batman, there's always some new mechanics you can add to the character. Mm. Superman, he's always a mannequin. Mm. <laughs> this is why Batman will always be the flagship for DC. Yeah. Thank you. Because Thank people you. can relate more to Batman. Like, okay, he actually got to work for his uh, like, clout. Superman is a robot. Everything. Superman is a robot. Basically. <laughs> mm. I only like Superman because of Bizarro, bro. To be honest. Bizarro is one of the best villains, I think. The most OP movie character I've seen, I would have to say... If anyone has watched the DC animated movies, I'm going to have to go with Doomsday. I'm going to have to go with either oh, Doomsday shit. or Darkseid. <laughs> they really do be running hands. And I think I'm going to lean more towards Darkseid because I was actually watching a video on Darkseid a couple weeks ago. And they were basically saying, like, yeah, all the times we see Darkseid in, like, the movies and everything or even in the TV shows, like, that's not even actually Darkseid there. Like, he's projecting himself there. Like, the actual size of Darkseid is Huge, <laughs> hey, bro, but Batman he he uh he dodged the Omega Beam, so I don't care. <laughs> Me and Jimmy had an argument about Batman. I said, "Have y'all seen Superman Apocalypse?" Yeah, yeah. So you know the scene when they're all there and basically uh Dark Side about to fade everybody, everybody. and Batman come in. He's like, "I mean, you can kill Superman. That's great and all. I mean, I would actually prefer you did, but." If you do, I could blow up this planet right now. So pretty much the choice up to you, you which one you want to do. Right. And I gotta say, without Batman. This man, Superman, been folded ten times over in so many scenarios. So I'm gonna need Batman to start getting more credit in this world. He clearly needs. I mean, Superman clearly needs Batman more than Batman needs Superman. And I'm gonna stand on that. I don't care. Come see me. Come see me. me. I'm about that. (laughs) Big trust. See, Chris brought a good villain to the table. Um, for me, you know, I I was thinking about this thought for a long time since I got the question. I was like, I don't exactly want to say who I thought now because they're not as OP as they used to be but I was going to say the Hulk 
back when it was like before all these other movies, like that man was beyond OP. Like yeah. they just threw him at anything and somehow he just won. Thanks. Like I get Hulk is supposed to be like, you know, the strongest Avenger quote unquote, but like bruh. Like the way he was being used was just like, okay, what's the point of anybody else being here? Thanks. But yeah, that I was have to say he's probably the most OP movie character I've seen, until now at least. Until now. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. For sure. Next question we got. Turkey person or sides person? Sides. It's all about the sides. It's all about macaroni about the sides. cheese. But like in a but okay, here comes conspiracy theory Brandon. Okay. That is fine. So yeah. But the 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 Thanksgiving song, the greens, beans, tomatoes. When did she say turkey? Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> when did she say turkey? Turkey is overrated. I'm telling y'all. No not everyone likes turkey. It's dry. It's, Chris has a bad experience, y'all. He's letting it off now. I don't have bad experience. Italy, from my family, when we did Thanksgiving and everything, it's like we had multiple like selections. So you had turkey, you had ham, and you had duck too. And I was just a person who never chose turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I clearly have two better options here. So. From a visual standpoint, I would never choose turkey, but I know what it tastes like. So. I mean, if there's other stuff to have, you know, I'm obviously going with the sides, too. But, I mean, you know. Macaroni and cheese, bro. That is the first thing that is going to be on my plate. Some cheese. So, like I said earlier, if you got problems with chillings, come see me. Chillings are going to be on my plate tomorrow. Some, at some point tomorrow, bro. they will be on my plate. I've had I've had multiple experiences with chillings. I'm not going to say they're nasty. Because, like, I, I'm a person, like, I'm going to try food twice before I make a full judgment about it. So I had it a few times, but I always forget what they like taste like. Mm-hmm. I know what they are, so the, the idea of what they are doesn't really bother me at all. Because we, we, we eat fast food. That's worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Trying to share some chillings, bro? You said what? Trying to share? Am I trying to share? All right, never mind. Come on, now. There's a lot of things you can ask me. I don't know about that Stay one. your issue next week. I'm not, I'm not right here. Let me just hold some of your hot sauce. Right. Wow. Well, while we talking about food, let's talk about this next question. Forgotten childhood snacks. Bro, I've been thinking about this all day ever since I saw the question. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember them Dragon Ball Z fruit snacks? That like thing. the it was actually shaped like them too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. even they had the like the little thing inside the box. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like for instance, it'll have like Gohan on it. But like if you turn it a different way, then it'll show like Gohan turning super. Oh yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking yeah. about now. Man. I had so many. I of remember those, those now. Yeah, Bruh, yeah, yeah. I had. So you kind of remind me of the Scooby Doo Snoop. Yeah, I'm thinking snacks. about those too. Those but, are the exact same. I'm gonna go to uh, middle school, bro. When we was when we was in all of middle school. We used to go to the snack shack, bro. Them, them Ritz cheese crackers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the snack shack used to have some. They had some gems. They were like what, seventy-five cent, fifty cent? Those mm-hmm. like seventy-five, yeah. Bro, the, those are good days. Yeah, those good. Can you even still get those? No, I don't uh, think you can. I have not seen those. I have not seen them since. You bro. might have to order them. <laughs> My mom used to get these every <laughs> Subscribe day. Subscribe now, get you free Dragon Ball Z snacks. Free, free, hundred video caller. I'm gonna find them on Amazon, bro. I'm gonna order me a box. Shoot, for me, y'all remember that zebra gum? They like it tastes amazing for like two seconds, but yeah. then after that, it was terrible. They, they still make that zebra gum. Yeah, you never had the zebra gum? I don't know if it's called zebra gum, but it's like striped, like high, yeah. like red, yellow, white on the cover. And I think it actually had the zebra on it. Now that I think about it, yeah, it did. Yeah, it's called fruit stripe. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to see a picture. 
But like it had like the most amazing taste for two seconds. But then after that, it was terrible. <laughs> like you had to know when to time it out your spits. <laughs> it was that bad. And that's the that's the snack you miss. Oh, I seen these. Yeah, because like it was like the most amazing taste, bro. Like for real, it was amazing <laughs> for, for two for seconds. Two, for two. It was weird. Why up, they bro. put them in a strategic spot because they was always underneath the other gum. Yeah, like they were like, 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 by themselves. You really don't the want this, but you but want you it. This. <laughs> you want it because it's right there, but you don't want it. Yeah. But like I said, people, it's amazing for two seconds, but then after that, you want to get rid of it. Really but that, that's not your hero there. Bro. I really gotta find these fruit snacks, bro. I'm, I'm, they on my <laughs> mind now. I gotta find them. I'm about to go on Amazon. It's about quick. the Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm about to go on I mean, when, before they released, um, French Toast, or not for, yeah, French Toast Crush back to the to the public, I was getting them off of Amazon. Bruh. I feel that though. You was hip on the French Toast Crunch wave. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm still hip on it. <laughs> bro, I used to love them as kids. And then it was a point in time where they like they still sold them, but they didn't have them in like the shape of like the actual. Like, yeah, they had the they the name. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it was still, it was still the same. Mm-hmm. But the reason why you know, y'all know the reason why they like marked it right? It was mm-hmm. that sugar wave where too much sugar was being. Oh yeah, like, they started going healthy and stuff with cereal. Yeah. yeah. Man, that wave died off. And then so that big. was also when uh, the Cheerios got the you know the whole thing about cholesterol taking off their boxes. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, bro. they ruined some great things back in the day. They don't sell the fruit snacks no more, bro. I'm but we're still living in the past for one last question, so let's get to it. Favorite old or vintage system? I gotta go with my very first system, PlayStation One. PlayStation One, I respect it. I'm gonna go with GameCube, even though I still play it now on my Wii. GameCube, okay. I'm gonna say mine's the Game Boy. What was your favorite games on there? Bruh. Uh, there was that one Dragon Ball Z game. I can't remember the name, but it had like uh, two parts to it. Like after you beat the first game, there was still like the second Legend one of, to it. Listen to Goku? Legacy of Goku? It might be, yeah. Legacy of Goku 1 and 2. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You had two of the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was lit. Because I know they had you, They had Legacy of Goku. They had uh, Super Legendary Fighters or something like that. Yeah. Super Legendary Fighters. That was a Game Boy Color game. That game was so fun. I lost that game probably a total of five times in my life, and I had my dad go get me another one every time. I just remember <laughs> it was such an amazing game because, like, you had, like, one game you could play for, like, six months, and after you beat it, it's like, okay, part two is just on the other side, you know. Go play that one. That's another six months right there. Mm-hmm. So it was just an amazing game, and it was hard, so it took you forever to beat it anyway. Bro, it was endless games on the GameCube. Like, Man. Anything you can, but Mario, like half of these games are classics I haven't even played, like Mario Sunshine, uh, like Luigi's Mansion. But my favorite, my crack, Scooby Doo Mystery Mayhem, bro. <laughs> the game had four, it had four levels. I bought, bro, I repurchased it from V Stock for $15 and it was worth it. <laughs> Didn't they used to have like a Shrek game too on GameCube? Game, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, Shrek Two, mm-hmm. yeah, that game. And you can that play. Facts, you can play with Gingy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, was, that was a good time in life when they used to make uh, video games off of the movies. After and the movies. Yeah. Incredibles. I missed that. one. Finding Nemo wasn't that good. Incredible for legendary. I got that, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got it. Incredible for straight legendary. I had to go. <laughs> My favorite. Will have to be either. <laughs> Sorry, stop. <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with the Tekken series. Woo! Playing Tekken one for the first time. Yeah. Going back and playing. First off, a couple years ago when I was living, we were living back in our old apartment off of Limburg. We had went to this old vintage game store and bought a PlayStation two, and we bought every old game possible. And we went back and played the old Tekken game. We played the first Tekken game. All right. 
that game is way more difficult now than any game I've played today. <laughs> any game that's came out in the past 10 years, I guarantee you Tekken 1 is more difficult than that game. <laughs> it took me two days to get through the arcade mode on there, bro. Because <laughs> I was getting folded by the final boss for a straight, <laughs> a straight two days, bro. So, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with Tekken or either the uh, Crash Bandicoot games. Oh yeah, the Crash was always lit. Facts. Crash Bandicoot was legendary, bro. Crash Bash, that's the best one. Bro, any Crash game was good. Bro, Cat in the Hat was dope. Cat <laughs> Cat in the Hat was dope. The Hobbit was dope. Oh, I the Hobbit was dope. I played those on the, on the original Xbox. Yeah. I wasn't the original Xbox kind of guy. It wasn't mine. It was not the first one. No. <laughs> I didn't hop on until 360. It was yeah. I was always on PlayStation side until 360. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PS2, boy. My first game was Gran Turismo. Bro, I just missed PS1 just because, like, you know, like, back on the wave when you could, like, download games, but you only play for 15 minutes. Yeah. The, the demo disc. They had some amazing games for 15 minutes, bro. bro. I had, like, a whole CD-ROM full of demo discs just for the PS2. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? They really made demo discs. Yeah. That's the same, bro. <laughs> they made you pay for this to play the demo. I got those for free. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they really made me pay for the demo. You got to talk to bro. somebody, my guy. <laughs> you got to talk to bro, somebody. You, you literally could have went to GameStop and asked for a demo that they would have gave them most of No, bro. I remember I had to pay for one one day. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I still you, remember the how much you paid? It was like $4 or something like that. That's, that's, yeah. that's taxing, bro. Yeah, I know. I remember. <laughs> you get your reparations. Because I was like, they I was, come I was like yeah, seven they or eight. And I was like, do y'all have the actual game? They're like, nah, we out right now. But you can buy the demo. I was like, okay, how much? That's, a, that's exactly how Wait, I but did it. the demo dishes have that one game on there? No, I think it had like almost all the games on there, but still, I mean, it's a demo oh, okay. disc. There's only like 10 games on it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's 15 minutes. But the best demo I played for PS2 was uh, Splinter Cell. <laughs> I forget what game it was. It was like Double Agent or something. That game was so fire. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> See, for me, it was the Tony Hawk game. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had it. Bro, bro, I had Pro Skater. Three underground, underground two. I had proven ground. Uh, I had I played proven ground. Skate American series. Wasteland is the best. Listen, listen. Skate series, bro. people. Amer- Tony Hawk American Wasteland is the best Tony Hawk skater game of all time. I put that on everything I love. You got a problem with that? Come, Come see, see me. Chris, the bank. Shoot, well, we gave you guys a lot today for this show. Y'all about to learn about some TV shows, some movies you got to see, some vintage video games, a whole bunch of music, some sports is going on. Y'all, y'all got the whole rundown right before Thanksgiving, which is the perfect gift. Oh, it's not Christmas, but it's still a perfect <laughs> hey, gift. Hey, you can get a gift for two. Hey, but yeah. uh, Black Friday, what you yeah, mean? It's a Black Friday gift right there with the discount. But it's going to drop on Thursday. They get the gist. Look, man. <laughs> it's the day before. Some Black y'all. Friday sales start this. Monday, bro. The this. Monday before Black Friday. So, Chris, go ahead. Take us out. You already know what it is. You have been tuned in with the Rogues. It has been a great episode today. You already know we're going to be back next week with some more fire topics. It's B Robin the Bank Brando 618 for those who don't know. Josiah 352. C Duke Sanity. We were logged in. We logging out. We'll catch you next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Goodbye. The turkey and ham got my stomach feeling sickly. <laughs>